0: Recording in progress. I don't know what we're doing.
1: God, with God it. help us Okay, so no headphones. If the dogs start barking, that's not my fault. we to an ambiance. So we've
2: got to introduce the concept. Okay, concept introduced. Yeah. Well, I don't really know. I don't really know how to explain the concept. Great start. <laughs> it's your concept. But I don't know. How would you describe it? We're people who went to uni, did a three-year degree in English literature, got assigned lots of books that we didn't read. We
1: didn't know it.
2: (laughs) And now we're going back. We're going through all the books that you're supposed to read before you die, and we're gonna take turns reading one at a time and explaining to the other two why we should, or maybe even why we shouldn't read that book, and trying. And And then we get to rip into it, and you defend it.
0: Yeah. I do feel like this entire podcast is only to make worth of that like 60 grand Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that, that has not helped me in any real physical world way. And that everybody said I shouldn't do because I wouldn't do anything in the real world with it. But who was wrong? The first book we're gonna discuss. Wait, we need to do like a little drum roll. Oh yeah. You the can't
2: just say it. State it and do a number. The first book we're doing is uh, the Great Gatsby, which I think is like one of the books that people who are into English literature like absolutely love it, like obsessed with it. Think it's the best book ever. Yeah. So it's what- that
0: dude in the in 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 a girl's class of English students. It goes, I've read this, and therefore I'm better than you. It's that. It's that book. Absolutely. And then also, if you
2: were in like the top sets, in if you were like a proper smart person in secondary school, you might have read it then and thought you were better than everybody else because of it. Oh, God, yeah.
0: Hannah's got a little bit left of over
1: hatred for not being in the top <laughs> sets. And- <laughs> <laughs> English was the only thing I was good at, and I was still in like the middle set. I think anytime you hear Hannah get resentful,
2: it's a shame <laughs> I didn't do A levels in drinking games. Otherwise, I would have got like an A
0: star. Hannah, I was with you during your A levels. You did do an A level in drinking games. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do what does the Great
2: Gatsby mean to us already? We all know what's his name. What's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. We all know. <laughs> what's his, what's his say name? Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> I'm
1: Nailing this it's so hard.
2: I didn't realise until I did like a bit of research, but that film was actually like taken really badly. Like everyone said it was shit, the Leonardo. I really liked it. I think, um, what's his name as well? Who plays Nick? Uh, Toby Maguire as well is like a perfect, like boring faced man to play Nick.
0: Like there's nothing going on. I I think he's that boring faced that I genuinely forget who he is when I'm looking at him.
1: Yeah, but I think that's the kind of value of him. Because right. he's got one of those faces that you just forget about, so you're able to kind of project yourself onto him a bit better. Oh, look
2: at Emily already. Well, getting... Everybody
1: hates Daniel Radcliffe because he's got such like a blank face. But it's a good thing because yeah, right. then you can kind of project yourself onto him and experience it like him.
2: Right, so a bit about the story. Okay. So basically, the plot of the movie, the plot of the, not in the movie. I didn't do, I promise, what I did at A-levels where I just watched the movie version of that book.
1: I take offense to that. Cliff Notes got a lot of business from me, okay? <laughs> just used Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. like, the plot. That was it.
2: Right, so bearing in mind that I read this last week, and mm-hmm. maybe my brain's not as fresh with it, but this is the plot summary of The Great Gatsby, basically, without giving any spoilers and stuff. This bit just had to be recorded separately because when I heard it back, it was absolute nonsense. Nick Caraway, an Ivy League man looking to start a career in the Bonds business, moves from the Midwest to Long Island, next door to rich playboy Jay Gatsby. Across the water, Nick's cousin Daisy lives, who Nick discovers is a long-lost love of Gatsby and his motivation for getting rich. However, Daisy has an op-ed husband, Tom, who has his own bit on the side, Myrtle. Nick kind of becomes accustomed to the parties and the affairs, even trying to get Daisy and Gatsby reunited despite her husband. Of course, all of this comes to a tragic end. It's a story about the American dream, the hollowness of the upper class and the futility of trying to reclaim the past.
0: We've well, not really sold it. It sounds like dramatic version of Made in Chelsea. Well, that's why I've got three key points why
2: you should read Great Gatsby. The point number one, it's got basically everything that, like, a good, sexy ITV drama has got. Right, right, okay.
0: no. no, 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 There's no, no. no such thing as a sexy ITV getting drama. getting into
1: this again. Especially I need to, to know what your idea of a sexy ITV drama is, because I feel like it it's is quite not the same as everybody else's.
0: I don't know whether it's like,
2: you know, when you, like, I remember watching ITV dramas in the heyday with my mum sat next to me. And I remember them being very sexy then when like I was trying to like look away and like walk out the room whenever someone was shagging someone. Oh, but you, you When you
0: suddenly offered to go make everybody a cup of tea because somebody's butts come out and you're like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So without giving too much away, The Great
2: Gatsby has a lot of the same things that a good sexy ITV drama has. Like, no, no.
0: Channel Four. Say at least just say Channel Four. Like okay. not, I think he's not sexy. I'm trying to think, like you, you know, know, like uh, like Doctor
2: Foster, where like
0: everybody's. BBC tracking, One. Yeah, like oh, I don't know my channel I'm, anymore. <laughs> I'm sure it's BBC One. ITV's for like old people and game shows, and it's that dope. kind of vibe where like everybody's sleeping with everybody, is loads
2: of big sexy parties, everyone's getting involved in illegal activities. So, yeah, my point is, basically, rather than going on what is on ITV at 9 o'clock, I know we've disputed this point that ITV has any good dramas, but I'll die on this hill. There is some television still left on ITV. You can die on that like, oh, hill, that's fine.
0: <laughs> that's, this is shit, that's such a shit hill to die on. <laughs> of all the hills to die on, ITV is sexy, it is not it. Even
1: the history channel's better, come on. <laughs>
2: Okay, so I've not won you over with my first point, but Uh we move. So, my second point is it's got lots of depth, it's got lots of layers like an onion. There's lots of interesting. Again, you sat, it just makes me think of Shrek. I can't go for it. Well, think of it like layers of a cake then instead of layers of an onion. So you can hone all the skills that you learn in A-level or <laughs> university English literature. You can dig out all those
0: little depths. Like, phallic imagery. I hated phallic imagery.
1: Everything was phallic imagery. Did you have one of those teachers as well that always found it? Oh, yeah. Everyone was actively saying, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's
0: sometimes sometimes a hole's just a hole. You know what I mean? It's just there because the holes exist. So basically... <sighs> Yeah, there's lots you can read into it. There's a
2: billion trillion interpretations on what the green light means.
0: Surely that one's obvious. It's just like the grass is greener over the other side.
1: You would think so, but there are a lot of
0: different interpretations. Yeah, there's like
1: a lot of yearning and longing there.
0: How is yearning and longing
1: green? What colour would you say? Well, you can connect it to money. And um, money's like a big thing in this story, I think. Like, absolutely
2: and then yeah. the theme is like Nick he, uh, you, know, you might think he's a good person like a just nice guy but then he just keeps telling you over and over again that he is a nice guy which is like the first thing that you do if you're like not a great person so there's lots to read in with the character of Nick as well all nice guys finish last hot
1: take <laughs> Nick's an incel <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> see that's another thing we could read into it I always thought it was like, obviously, not read the film, not not read the film, not, not, read before, not watched the film. I always thought it was like, you know that thing in Fight Club where it's him but it's not him.
1: Oh, you thought and it was like, like Dr Mr Hyde type thing?
0: I thought it was like he was him, but he wasn't him, but it was no. him for, no? No. Is it like two straight up different people? Two straight He's up different people. people. But you
2: could see this, like that's the duality, like you've got two people, like the two sides of the same coin. Like, I'm saying, like, a lot, goddamn
1: millennials. But yours
2: is
0: the duality, so it's sort of balanced, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So, my third point is oh, that god, there's more no points. This is my
2: third and final point, and I think the most compelling point. Go ahead. It remains relevant. We are literally going into a second roaring twenties. So literally, in the nineteen twenties in America, when this was set, they were going through like some kind of plague, and people were being vaccinated. People were coming back some from some
0: kind of plague. The <laughs> Spanish flu, you mean? And everybody was coming back. <laughs>
2: Everybody was, like, coming back from war. They were like, oh, my God, this has been such a hard couple of years. Let's just get absolutely trashed and, like have a good time. And that's where we're at now. We've been in lockdown for however long and we're all going to get vaxxed up. We're going to go partying and we're going to literally have a second Roaring Twenties.
0: Playing devil's advocate here, yeah? maybe we should read the book after we're all vaxxed up and when we're about to go get hammered and stuff.
2: That's a very good point, Abby, but then there's also lots of lessons that you can learn also from the book. Okay. Go on then. What have you learn? Okay, so some lessons that I learned- Teacher from Senpai. <laughs> like, don't drive when you're really emotional. Maybe don't go all in on a girl that you don't actually know very well, especially if she's married to like a proper nutter. Okay,
1: <laughs> as a member of the queer community, I resent that.
2: Money can't buy you love, but it can buy you a big fat mansion that you can have parties in. So maybe just settle for that instead. (laughs) Can we not
0: do the same thing? Yeah, it feels like they're very similar. And one would make life more enjoyable than the other. Yeah, Mm.
2: definitely. But definitely, like, there's loads of valuable lessons that you can learn from it
0: also cool cool problem i have with reading this particular book is that you don't get to look at leonardo caprio's face when you That's, read a
1: really simple um solution to that what mm-hmm. you do is you print out a picture of his face mm-hmm. and then you stick it up like sticking out of the book like, like right. a little bookmark. you just put his face there but also yeah. leonardo
2: was- is like a little knob as well like in the most recent years, like he's just been a little creepy to go out with eighteen year olds on his yacht just because he can. He's getting
1: old now.
0: Drake.
1: They gave Drake a whole like award last week, so who gives a shit? Yeah. No one.
0: No one gives a shit. I feel like that year is firmly established Last year is firmly established that. If anything, I had less faith in humanity than I did before. And it was it was a low bar. Before. So maybe we are like Gatsby after all. <laughs> yeah, maybe we are.
2: <laughs> right. So before you make any decisions about whether you're going to read it or not read it, I think something, my like, fa- like final little point is that this is a relevant time to be talking about Great Gatsby because their like, copyright came up this year. So now, you know, like, it's not just big studios making big, sexy Leonardo DiCaprio movies literally anybody can take the story of Gatsby and adapt it however they want and here's some of the ways that it has been adapted so far or upcoming so you know you want to read the book before you read all the adaptations of it otherwise you're just not going to get the context and the enjoyment from it the first one is the gay Gatsby everyone's got something to hide but the secrets come out at Gaylord Gatsby's parties the gayest affairs West Egg ever had is it a Gatsby. lord
1: who is gay or is his name Gaylord
2: it's yeah. Gaylord as the name, replacing Gatsby, so Gaylord, as in the meet the fuckers. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, okay.
1: I was going to say, that could have been problematic. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: well, how was that? Okay.
2: Another one so, is, is Gatsby, but Nick has scoliosis. So it's pretty much the exact same book, except that like Nick has scoliosis, and he'll mention it briefly sometimes.
1: So it has no effect on the story. Only that you get in the additional
2: context that Nick has scoliosis as interpreted by this author. So somebody reviewed this one. I love this book. It's helped me overcome my self-confidence issues with scoliosis. I come from a family where the disease is prominent and being able to relate with a character in a book means a lot to all of us. Thank you. And he signed it Dick C. He's. So it spells out Dick Cheese.
0: Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's
2: people people yeah. out there helping people with this adaptation. There's another one that's like quite famous where it's going to be like a prequel about Nick's life. But Nick is like literally the most boring character, so I don't know why they're even bothering. It's
1: like Gatsby clearly has the most interesting backstory. I actually until we started doing this
0: thing, didn't know Nick was a person like <laughs> I, didn't think was. I, I didn't i didn't know there was a nick i didn't i didn't know there was a, a person involved it wasn't great gatsby or daisy like i knew of daisy i knew yeah. of gatsby i did not know there was another person involved
1: well this has been a goddamn roller coaster for you hasn't it
0: i mean it i'm shocked i really am i'm like <laughs> Ugh. And then,
2: like, finally, and this is probably, like, the most compelling point I'm going to make as to why... If you, if you it. say <laughs> ITV drama or sexy, it's the best It's something even more, like, it's way beyond ITV drama, right? <laughs> so, like, put this in your little brain, right, okay? There's going to
1: be a great Gatsby, The Muppets. I am sold! Oh, my God. Who's playing who? Please tell me it's Fuzzy Bear.
2: Please. What Muppet could be Gatsby? Maybe like, would it be Kermit? Okay, so
1: we've, we've established that Daisy is obviously Miss Piggy. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Piggy. Obviously. Yeah, but they divorced, didn't they? So they're not together anymore. It's oh, fine. That true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. She's a free woman. She don't need no frog.
2: Yeah, it must be so awkward them filming that after they've
1: been divorced. Right. So I'm guessing definitely- Nick or Gatsby has to be Kermit, but can you see Kermit? doing any of
2: that stuff I I can see Kermit is a Nick because he's a bit of an everyman yeah
1: but then like who would be Gatsby like no you know you know what because this is this is amazing I saw a couple of months ago somebody was asking this random question online saying that if you could replace every single character in a movie bar one with the Muppets which movie would you pick and my instant response was obviously Jurassic Park and Keith keep Jeff Goldblum
0: Mm-hmm. To interact
1: with girls. my other answer was the twilight movies but keep charlie the dad
0: i almost totally forgot that they somebody needs to be a person don't they why does somebody need to be a person this is what i've never really said why do we need people oh this is a completely different world why why do you need people you just do you need like a michael kane to be scrooge don't you
1: it'd have to be as gatsby wouldn't it yeah so i say I'm keep leonardo make not him not act with
2: words. That would be Wait. so funny if there was two Gatsby movies. One just with Leonardo DiCaprio, totally normal and then one with Leonardo DiCaprio but Muppets.
1: Nothing changes. All the Muppets act exactly the same way. Like I- that hotel room scene with all the fans and the ice. Imagine that with a bunch of Muppets and Leonardo just losing his shit.
2: I think we need to get in touch with the studios and like pitch this because I think it could- I
0: think you two need to cool off with like a cold shower and really yeah, think about what exactly. you said in the last five minutes because i'm a bit worried about both of you
1: I, I think we've struck something here i think this is gold i think we need to get on the phone right now to mgm
0: yeah I think we've, st- we've struck something and it's a four-letter word but it's not gold
2: <laughs> are you talking about shit because shit's not a four-letter word oh no it is
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my point, point is proven. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, how many letters do you think's in shit, honey?
2: I don't know. I made mean, I put special <laughs> words in. Put special letters,
0: honey. I don't know how to spell anymore. Oh babe,
2: babe, you're broken. <laughs> right, so that is my final most compelling point because, like, I feel like who wants to watch a Christmas Carol? You need that. You don't enjoy it unless you know the context of Charles Dickens's work. Similarly, like. You're not going to get the full maximum level of enjoyment out of The Great Gatsby, The Muppets, unless you've read the book. And that's my final point. So are you convinced to read The Great Gatsby or will you just wait until The Muppets one comes out? I have several
0: points and I want them fully covered. (laughs) Let's start with ITV being sexy and we'll work down from there.
1: Never over it.
0: Muppets... And not a reason to read a book in general. Strongly disagree. Thirdly, this question. book sounds complicated and hard, and is hot. So that—that's my closing argument on why I will not be reading heart, heart, said heart. book. Hard and hot, compelling. Yeah. It's your turn.
2: I'm gonna—I'm <laughs> gonna forever dispute the ITV. ITV is sexy. we
0: have lost all, all, don't incredible, incredible, all
1: This is a. This is, this is a quick sample of wrongness. When I met you, like all those years ago, I thought this person seems like she's got her shit together. And every year you prove me a little bit more wrong.
2: <laughs> I'm flattered that there really was a high great. bar for me being cool, but I am upset that it's lessening every year as I age. <laughs> I think, yeah. It's
1: not that you ate, it's
0: the more we
2: get
1: to know you. like. It, I yeah, yeah, forgiven. like, like I, it was. I think, I think the cool is like a curtain that you've hidden all the creepy, weird shit behind, and then they just kind of open up like a little bit more. And it's like, oh, what's you gonna do this year? Oh, what's you gonna do this year? And now they're like nearly half open, and there's yeah. just like a cluster behind it. Oh, god. I oh, don't know. I think
0: I would read it. I think I would read it. Are you going to read it? Or you're like you, your mental your image of you, who you want to be, is going to read it? Or like the actual you, okay.
1: is going to read is it? My, here is my deal. I say I want to read books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: then I don't. <laughs> like a true English literature student, Okay. <laughs> My TBR is going to crush me one day and I'm okay with this.
0: (laughs) Dream Emily will read the book. Reality Emily is not reading that book. (laughs) I like to believe in, in a version of myself that would. I might, however, watch the film. Yeah, do that. If it comes on on a Sunday afternoon on ITV, which is not sexy... You know, when you're like pottering around
1: and it's you can't bother to
0: do anything else, you can't quite find the control of it, so it's not really worth the effort. I will watch it then. I can't help but feel like I've failed a little bit. I feel (laughs) like you have because it's considered a great, and your best argument was it's sexy. Like an (laughs) idea. Oh my
1: god, (laughs) never getting over that. It's really
0: with me, it really has. It's <laughs> not oh I can tell. <laughs>
2: it's just like, you okay, really- like, what is this like? And been- <laughs> You turn on ITV at nine o'clock and I'll guarantee there's somewhat, there's some kind of sexy drama happening. Thank you for listening all the way to the end if you have any feedback please let us know and if you'd like to read along the next episode we're going to do is about 1984 by george orwell thank you